and just like that, Big died. I'm back. Hi guys. Um, it's been a while. It's been like five months. Five fucking months since I filmed anything podcast related. But I'm back to talk my shit. Um, I know you thought you got rid of me. Ah, and that is unlucky. Because I'm back. And I'm angrier. I'm thinner. I'm more mature. Mature, if you will. And I'm here to debrief my life from the past, what, five months, I think I said? Yeah, five months that I haven't posted a podcast. I'm not going to get too deep. I, okay, I'm, I'm lying because it's me. I like to talk about myself a lot. So I will get deep at some points, but like not too deep where it seems like I need a therapist because that's between me, myself and Jesus. And no one else really needs to see that side. Unless I'm feeling like I want to expose that part of myself. I've always said this, but I feel like I'm a walking contradiction because I always tell people that like I like to be private and like, you know, I just like to be funny and jokes and ha ha ha. But in reality, I think I'm pretty deep. <laughs> I don't know. That's just something about me that you might not have known. But what have I done in the past five months? I think the last podcast that I had up is of me and Annalise, um, also known as Nick Knock. Um, and we were cosplaying as Mike the Situation and Snooky from the Jersey Shore. Much, much, much love to Jersey Shore. But I ate that costume up. Like I looked more like Mike than Mike looks like Mike. And that's just because I had the neck brace going on. I had the Jersey Shore hoodie on um, that I actually got from the Shore store in Jersey Shore. And Versace fucking aviators on. Like, bitch, that is Mike Sorrentino on quack, if you will. But that was the last one I posted. And I have filmed podcasts since then. <laughs> but I just haven't posted them. And one reason being, I just didn't... It wasn't me. I was being very fake in them. Um, By being fake, I don't mean like I was coming on here and telling lies and spewing awful, disgusting rumors. I just wasn't myself. Um, I haven't felt like myself all year since this year started. I'm going to backtrack and go to December. Like mid-December is when I started to have this feeling of, I don't really feel like myself lately. Like something has changed in me and I just don't know what it is. Like I didn't know if it was because of like the new job I'd started or if like it was the people I had around me. Or if it was just plain and simply just something was catching up that I had suppressed. So I've been working through that. And five months seems like a really long time to try to get over something. But it's so hard when you don't know what's wrong. Like I don't know what's wrong. But I just haven't felt like myself. I feel like I'll have weeks where I'm super happy and I feel like me again. And then something will have just happened where I'm back in a place of like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, am I, like, am I okay? Like, is life supposed to be like this? Should I be waking up feeling like I'm super fucking tired still and like not feeling rested ever and just like go, go, go. And then like not having a minute to like breathe and like turn off. And then like, it's something where you can't really talk to people about it because it's so hard to resonate with that feeling, I feel. Like, unless you've been in a place where you're like, 
I was so happy. I was so, everything was going so well. And then suddenly I just fell flat for no reason. Like it's hard to explain it to people. It kind of sounds, sounds, what am I? I'm Rihanna. Um, it kind of sounds dumb in my opinion. And I'm not like taking that away from myself. It just sounds dumb. So for that simple reason, I haven't posted any podcasts that just felt fake because it's easier to be, to get like that five minutes that I post on TikTok than it is to get like a whole hour of me feeling normal. Um, and I did record one podcast where I was crying and I was like, this is not, I don't know. It's just so ugly. Like, why am I crying on in my living room by myself talking to a camera with two fucking massive ring lights shining on me like I'm a fucking alien? Like, anyways, felt gross about it, so I didn't post it. But let's get away from that for right now and talk about what I've been doing. So I'm going to give a brief rundown because fuck that shit. January, let's start there. I did an ad for Google in January, which probably no one knows about really because I didn't have to post it. The whole deal was that I was doing an ad specifically for something for Google that was going to be posted for them. Um, and I didn't have to post it. And I was like, say fucking less because I know, and I think everybody sees this on the internet. When you do a sponsored post, when it pops off, it's because that person wasn't trying to shove the fucking product down your throat. They showed it, they described it, but they were being so fucking real when using it. They weren't trying to shove it down your throat. And I feel like that's when it works. It's organic. Um, the person watching doesn't feel like you're trying to fucking sell them like bullshit. Like I just, I don't know. And I feel like Anytime I have done a brand deal for like anything, I th I've done like two that I've ever posted um, and the companies just kind of say, do what you want. Like you don't have to like talk us up, like just mention that you're wearing it or just wear it in a TikTok. Like that's all that you need to do. And stuff like that is so easy. But like when a brand sends you a full fucking script of what they need you to say and like you have to say this. I could care fucking less. Like I, that, that for me doesn't feel authentic. I just want to be able to like tell people about things that I like using. Anyways, all of that to say, I did a brand deal for Google, had to like send it in in January. They reached out to me in December and I had to sign an NDA. <laughs> like I'm Kim fucking Kardashian. I got, so the, who reached out to me wasn't Google. The person that reached out to me, it's, um, it, it was an agency in Melbourne and the agency doesn't typically, from what I understand, work with influencers because it's literally casting and producers for like TV shows and shit. So someone from there watches my TikToks, which is embarrassing, but they, re I'm not going to actually let me scratch that because I hate when people do the fake, like. Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. Yes, I do have TikTok. I fucking hate that. And I've been so guilty of doing that. So fucking bullshit. Just accept the compliment and move on. Someone watched my videos there. They said that they were funny and they reached out to me through email. I got the email and immediately thought it was a fucking scam because most of these brands out here be sending you fake as fuck emails and they're always a scam. Like somehow they are trying to get your gal. Like they'll be like, 
oh, we just need you to pay for your shipping and, you know, this and this, and we're willing to pay you $5. I'm sorry, but go fuck yourself. Like, that is just so disrespectful in so many ways. But I was really skeptical when I got the email. So I did all my research. <laughs> this is, if anyone's watching this and you're also a content creator, um, I'm by no, in no shoes to be like, here's my advice, but here's like a little like tip. If a brand reaches out to you, you don't know who it is, or you feel a bit skeptical about it, go on Indeed. Go on Indeed, type in the person who sent you the email, their name, type in their business, see if it's legitimate. If you see that they have an Indeed profile, no, not Indeed, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, scratch what I said before, don't go on Indeed because they just be scamming people with job fucking applications that take forever and you never hear back from anything. LinkedIn, go on there, type their name and their business. If they come up, trust it a little bit. Like don't put all your trust into it, but trust it enough where you're like, so can you tell me more about what you want me to do? Because that's what I did. And I found that this was all legitimate. And upon my research, I was like, why the fuck are they reaching out to me? Are they trying to put me on a TV show? Am I going to be on TV? It wasn't quite TV, but it was something vibes. So I reached out to them. They're like, this is what we want you to do. You have to sign an NDA before we can disclose who we want you to do this deal for. I was like, this is so fucking dramatic. Like, why do I have to sign an NDA? Allegedly, that is just like the go with these big corporations like it's fucking google bitch it's fucking google like this is literally literally the biggest thing that i've ever done and like the biggest company that's ever actually arnott's biscuits <laughs> i did a review of the teddy bear um the tiny teddy's cereal and they commented on my tiktok so that was like probably the one of the biggest things anyways google reached out Got on a Zoom call with all these fucking producers, really like not intimidating people, but like intimidating to me because like I'm little little old Frank from the block. Like, well, I'm in a Zoom call with very high up executive people. Like, what am I supposed to be doing and acting like right now? They got Miguel because I was um I was tongue tied as I usually am and scattered as I usually am, but somehow they still wanted me to do this ad. So I did a Google ad and it, it's so fucking cringe. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's so fucking cringe. I didn't speak in it. The whole thing is me, but I'm not speaking. It's literally like the text on screen shit. And all they get, the direction they gave me is they gave me the outline of like what they want me to do in the ad. I was like ironing socks. <laughs> I sound so fucking stupid. It's not a fever dream. It's not. But I had to iron socks. <laughs> and had to be really animated so if you come across this video a couple of my friends have sent it to me because it's come up on their for you page just know you would do it too for a chick okay you would do it too so if you see me on the floor just kicking my legs up in the air like throwing socks up in the air just mind your business comment like and subscribe how about that yeah and then at the same time go in get what I was advertising for Google, which is their Google, um, camp. What was it? Oh my God. <laughs> I do know what it is. It's like you, it's like a course online. 
pretty much. It's like through Google, you do a course online um, and you can use that certificate that you get for job opportunities. It's actually a really cool thing. It's, I think, the equivalent of like going to, I'm not sure, so don't quote me, but I think it's like similar to going to a TAFE in that way. So that was January. What else did I do? Oh, I also went to a Netflix event. <laughs> I sound like such a douchebag. Oh, well. But I went to a Netflix event in January for a TV show they had coming out at the time. It was called Breakpoint. Um, it's a tennis show. It was for the Melbourne Open. And it was actually a really good show. Like, I got to watch an episode um, of it before anyone in the world got to see it. Not to throw that in there. Um, but before anyone in the world could see it, I got to. And one thing you need to know about me, I do not give a fuck about sport, not even to the slightest degree. Like, I do not give a fuck. People are obsessed with AFL. I could not be fucked with AFL. There's nothing that I think is more boring than sitting there and watching fucking boys running around on a field, kicking around a football. To me, that's boring. Like, to me, that just does not hit it for me. If I'm watching, it's because I want to see a punch on. And that's that's it. And allegedly that's outlawed now. They're not allowed to fight on the field. Bring that back. Yeah, that was a mix of football and WWE and I love to see it. But I can't be fucked with it. So, coming from me, when I say this, the show, Breaking Point, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. came out like four months ago. But go watch it now on, on Netflix. It was actually really good. It was so fucking good, in my personal opinion. The first episode was on Nick Kyrgios, who I also got to kind of meet at the after party, which was cool. Um, and it gives him a whole redemption arc. Like, it really makes him look a lot better than the media perceives him to be because he's known for being, like, outlandish and, like, a lot. Um, and just extra and dramatic on the field. On the field, on the court, on the tennis courts. Um... But it made me see a whole nother side to him where he's just fucking funny. Like, in my opinion, if you're from Melbourne, you'll understand this term, but he's such an area boy. Like, the humor, the way he speaks, it's very, like, grew up in the burbs and, like, gets it. So, I loved it. The after party was also really fun. Got to see lots of, like, um, like quote-unquote famous people. Um, Shayna Blazer. I think that's her name from the block. That little old bitch bumped me and did not say sorry. And I don't take it back because, bitch, you walk right past me. You knocked me in the back of the neck, mind you. And she's shorter than me. So I don't know if she went like that or if it was just like her hand went up. I don't know what it was, but she knocked me in the back of the neck. No offense to her. And um, allegedly, of course, allegedly, I'm not trying to get sued by Mrs. Block, but allegedly hit me in the neck. And um, I just, uh, wasn't having it doll that that was very rude and there was alcohol at this event so <laughs> I was drinking very expensive champagne and wine and it it, it 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 almost got to the point of the alcohol was tasting like who the fuck just knocked me but I didn't I kept my composure because I'm not trying to look dumb it is what it is so that happened in January February was boring March was boring um and then we're in April now one thing that happened in March that was kind of exciting was that I got, I almost was on a TV show, guys. 
I almost live my dreams of being a reality show bandant. Um, it didn't happen, obviously, but I got very close to it and it was really exciting. So I've two times in my life been approached to do a reality show, um, or to like join a cast to do a reality show. Um, the first time was when Big Brother, I'm never going to apply for Big Brother again because I don't like the new layout. I, I think it's, it's a bit funny, like the Australian Big Brother, it doesn't slap as hard as it used to. Um, but I I applied for the first season because someone had seen my TikToks, they asked and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll apply for it. So I applied for it, had a call with a producer. It didn't go much further than that. That's what happened. This time around, same sort of thing happened where like I saw it, I was like, okay, they want me to apply for it, I'll apply. I applied for this show and halfway through the application, I, I just CBF. Like I was, it was one of them weeks where I wasn't feeling like myself, didn't understand why I should be doing this and fuck the system, fuck the man, I'm not applying. So I didn't apply. Um, I got halfway through my application and didn't finish it. They kept extending the deadline for when it was due for me. So I was like, okay, they're, they're really eager. <laughs> if you want to kiss me, just say that. Um, no, quite the opposite, actually. Um, that's why I'm not on the show. Anyways, I, I didn't finish the application in the end and it was past the deadline. And I put my number and my email and shit on the application because you had to. And a producer reached out to me. They messaged me. Should I read it verbatim? I'll read it verbatim because it's like, it was cool. I'm pulling up my phone. So don't be, give me a moment here, guys. Um, I'm trying to find it. When was it? Yeah. So they reached out to me um, through text. Let me, okay, that's way too far down. See, this is why I should have prepared a little bit. My bad, my bad, shorty, my bad. Producer, that's the best feature on text message, by the way. Like having the option to type in a word so you can find it. Anyways, so I'm going to obviously not mention the person's name, but the message states, hi, Frankie, how are you? My name's blank. I'm a casting producer for... Then this is the show. Love where your application is headed and wondering if you'd be available for a phone call tomorrow, Thursday or Saturday. Thanks, mate. Cheers. And then they sign off with their name. I saw that and was like, I've gotten on this show. Like if I haven't finished my application and they're reaching out to me, it's because they want me on this fucking show. Like without a doubt, going to get on. So I messaged, we're going back and forth. We couldn't really work out a date of when we wanted to do the phone call. That's what it started off as. Then... The producer came back to me and was like, actually, can we do a Zoom call and it'll be like your casting audition tape that I can show in the meeting when we go to do all the casting. Um, and it had to be done in that week that he messaged me because the week later is when they were starting to cast the show and like finally pick who they want to be on. So I made myself available. Um, I had work at like, I think I started at nine and we decided to do the Zoom call in the morning at like seven in the morning. So I got up at six, got dressed and shit, and then went and did this Zoom call. Immediately, the guy started complimenting me, the producer. He was like, you look so good. Like, he was being very nice, very fucking nice. And in my mind, because I'm delusional, I was like, that's because I'm going to get on this show. Like, this man wants me on this fucking show so fucking bad. You can't tell me any different. So I'm answering all the questions. 
I'm being extra, like not too extra where it's like annoying, but extra enough where I'm like, okay, I'm selling myself, selling my soul to the devil. <sighs> I believe in Jesus. Yeah, you dirty heathens. Um, so that happened. Didn't hear anything. Oh my God, there's hair in my mouth. Fucking cat hair. Oh, fucking sick of the cat hair everywhere, everywhere. <clears throat> Anyways, so two weeks later, I get an email saying I didn't get it. All good. I wasn't as heartbroken as I'm probably portraying it because I was like, I didn't even finish the application. Like, and I didn't even meet their deadlines when they kept extending it for me. Like, I already made somewhat of a stupid um, impression and like a not interested vibe. So I'm not too upset by it. I was really happy and like kind of gave myself props for this because I hadn't finished the application, like I said, and the producer still reached out to me. So in my mind, I was like, I'm that bitch. I am that bitch. So I took the, the win there where it was, um, and then took the L cause I didn't get on the show, but that's the most exciting thing that happened to me in March, April, my birthday. It's currently late April now. Um, I don't know when you guys are going to see this and if you see it. So God bless if you do. Um, but it's currently the 23rd of April today. And my birthday's on the 4th of April. Um, I turned a whole fucking 23. No one likes you when you're 23. That's a fucking lie. Because people have been eating my ass ever since I turned 23. Just saying. Just saying. Doesn't apply here. But turned 23. I had a party. I had a horror-themed costume party. I dressed up as Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. I wanted to come as Michael Myers. But here's the thing, bitch. I full bought the mask. Like, it's a mask that literally came out of the movie set. And it is amazing. Fucking sick. I put it on and it was giving me latex burn on my fucking face. And I thought, I can't pull this mask off and look fucking deformed. Like, I can't be out here looking like Jason Voorhees under this Michael Myers mask. That is not the vibe. So, didn't go with that. And another reason was <laughs> the utility suit that Michael wears in Halloween. I tried it on at the costume shop and it didn't fucking fit me. It did not fucking fit me. They make these costumes or literally children. And this was supposed to be an adult costume. And that was not the case. It was not the fucking case. So that didn't work out. And I could have gone to like a tradie shop and gotten like a utility suit, like a full thing, but it was $110. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not paying for something that I'm only going to wear once. And it's going to get like shit on it because like, I'm going to put fake blood and whatever. So I couldn't return it afterwards. So that was out the window. So then I decided to come as Jason. Um, I actually wore these pants because they were giving me Friday the 13th vibes. Um, they're still like fake blood. I haven't washed them yet. There's still fake blood there. And I don't give a fuck. It's going to stay there. It's a moment and it's a memory, if you will. So that was amazing. I had a house party. Um, it went off. I did a little TikTok about it so you can go see it. I got very drunk. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, my friend Ira about a year ago, even probably longer than a year ago, gave me a bottle of alcohol and it's 95% alcohol. Like at this point, it says on the bottle, not safe, not safe for consumption, but I've never cared. I never have. And I've always said that. So I was sculling this 95% and I was tricking everybody into having it with me, not in a scary way, 
not in a Bill Cosby tr- sort of thing. Um, more so like funny going up to them being like best drink I've had in my whole entire life. They would read the bottle and be like, you're fucking disgusting. Go away. I'd still trick them into having it somehow. <laughs> Got a finesse. Yeah. Um, and I just, I didn't black out, which I was really surprised about. I thought I would because I was so stressed and anxious leading up to this fucking party because I was having like 30 people come and like by no means is my house big, like it's a townhouse, but like it's big enough that 30 people could fit in here comfortably. I, I was nervous that like I wasn't going to live up to people's ex- expectations and like just really trying to make sure everyone felt accommodated, um, which I think I did because I had like a full theme on my I had like my benches covered in food um, and the theme was American cinema, like a popcorn machine. I had um, donuts, cookies. I had like a bunch of like snacks, grazing boards, whatever. I think everyone enjoyed it. I haven't heard one bad thing about my party. Um, So yeah, not that anyone would tell me because I was the host and they know I'll deck them. So I had a lot of fun. That brings me to where I am now today. Um, where I'm just still in a really weird frame of mind. I'm not unhappy. Like, I'm really not. Like, I've got a very good life. Everything's going pretty good. I'm just kind of existing right now. And I'm slowly seeing myself pull out of this funk. Um, Honestly, probably like the last week or so has just been like shit. Ugh, but I've been trying to make myself feel better. Um, and that's just like not putting so much expectations on myself and like not being so hard on me and like kicking myself when I'm down. Like, and I'm not trying to sit here and be like, oh, feel bad for me because I fucking hate that shit. Do not feel bad for me. Please do not sympathize because, bitch, I don't even know why I'm sad. Like, I just am. So I'm getting over it is what I'm saying. I feel a bit better than I did last week and like that's progress so anything any progress is progress I'm gonna take the win where I can um another thing I'm gonna add into my podcast is hot topics because I have lots of opinions that need to be fucking spilt so in saying that let's get into some of the hottest topics that have taken the world by a fucking storm and I'm not gonna get political unless one day I'm feeling feisty so Starting off strong, Kylie Jenner and Timothy fucking Charlemagne. Charlemagne? I don't give a fuck about that name. Are dating. Yeah, allegedly, according to Demois. And here's the thing with me I love gossip. I love gossip. I don't like when it's about me. Who fucking does? And anyone says that they don't like gossip, they're the fucking biggest snakes known to mankind. I'm telling you, these bitches be talking so bad about people behind their back. If you ever hear someone say, I just really don't like drama. I really don't like gossip. They be fucking snaking you behind your back. I'm being so dead serious. They're probably the most red flag people in the whole fucking world. Like they, they truly are some of the most evil people. Anyways, I ugh, put my feet up. Sorry about that noise sound effect if you're only listening to this on Apple or Spotify because that sounded like I was moaning and I really wasn't <laughs> unless <laughs> that's what the OnlyFans is for. I 
Okay, let me not go into that topic. I was going to say, I would start an OF account. But anonymously. Like, I wouldn't put my face in it or anything. I should keep these thoughts to myself. Anyways, Kylie and Timothy, I would pay for that OnlyFans. I'm just saying. Are dating, allegedly, according to Demois. And I love Demois because they just post these sneak peeks into celebrities' lives. And I know that that's really fucking gross because they're people at the end of the day but fuck all that shit fuck all the pc nonsense i love it i thrive off of it because these people don't come across as normal people so when you hear things in their lives that are happening and it's like normal shit oh i eat it up i eat it the fuck up kylie fucking jenner is dating timothy chalamet and the th- common trend that we're seeing with the Kardashians is they're all dating really malnourished men and go them maybe that's all their types or maybe they don't have a type and that's what they're trying to show people is I'll date anybody start dating a fat boy and then we can say you you don't have a type yeah I want to see you date somebody I I would like to see in a perfect fucking world where French Montana, how he looks now, is dating Khloe Kardashian. Because, actually, I don't know what French Montana looks like right now. Let me scratch that. I want to see DJ Khaled, if he didn't have a wife and kids, dating Khloe Kardashian. And then we'll see if there is no, if there's no types on the family. Do you know what I mean? Not even Khloe, because, you know, I feel like Khloe's the only one that would go for a chubby boy. Kylie Jenner's. Yeah, I want to see her dating DJ Khaled. And then we'll see if they've got no type. So there's been all these photos coming out of like not them together yet, which is bound to happen, but like her in his like parked in his driveway or like people that are like apparently her friends that have been spilling the beans to like all these publications. Amazing, amazing. I want to say this right now. If I was Kylie fucking Jenner, I would make all the people around me sign NDAs. Every fucking person around me would have to sell their fucking soul to me because I wouldn't trust anyone. Being that rich and that well-known, like, having shit leak like that would be so annoying. It'd be like, you can't do anything without people finding out about it. And that's fucking sh- that That's sick. That's sick. It's sick. But that really, um... It didn't surprise me when I found out because then my posted about this ages ago. They're like, oh, this makeup girly is dating this this um Hollywood actor boy or something like that. And I was like, surely that's gotta be surely it's gotta be Kylie dating somebody. Like it has to be her dating an actor that like we're all gonna be shocked about. I honestly thought that maybe it'd be Leonardo DiCaprio because that man's known for being a whore around Hollywood. Turns out it was Timothy Chalamet. Which is kind of like depressing because I always thought in a perfect world where role model didn't exist, Emma Chamberlain and him would be such a cute fucking couple. Emma Chamberlain and Timothy Chalamet. They they, they would go together, in my opinion. But yeah, everyone's really shocked about it online. I'm not sure why. I think it's because they can't see Kylie dating someone that is like Timothy. But at the same time, I, I think there's people really confused as to why he would want to date Kylie Jenner. She's a fucking bad bitch. All that shit aside, who gives a fuck about what they've had done? The BBLs of it all, the buccal fat removal of it all, the Ozempics of it all. These bitches are fucking hot. 
no matter what you say, no matter what you do, you can't take that away from them. They're fucking stunning people. He bagged Kylie fucking Jenner. Like, get off his fucking neck. He's living his best life right now. Bestest life. And at the same time, he's not even that ugly. Like, Kylie bagged him too. Like, and what I think is really cunt about all of this is that Kylie could date anybody. Like, anyone in the world. So, like, being felt, like, feeling like Kylie Jenner chose me. (gasps) Oh, my pants would be off. Off. This is why I'm not supposed to be speaking to people, because I say really dumb shit. Moving on to the next thing from the Kardashian clan, Kim K is going to be an American horror story (laughs) with Emma Roberts. Season, I want to say it's season 12. I forget, but the, the title of it is Delicate. American Horror Story Delicate. I'm really excited for this. I'm so fucking pumped. Like, people have been clowning Kim online because they're like, she's not an actress. Like, what is she going to offer? You guys seem to forget they have the most resources in the fucking planet. Like, these women, if they really want to be good at something, they fucking can. If this bitch wants to learn how to figure skate tomorrow, guess what? She can hire fucking Tonya Harding to come and make her skate. Like, she can do all that shit. Like, they have this available for them. So... She's probably in acting classes right now, trying to get that cry to not look so fucking ugly. And she's going to eat everybody up. And it's really fucking cool. Like, I'm excited to see hot bitches in horror movies. Like, that is the core of horror. I love horror. Horror movies go off because they show really hot fucking people slaughtered in the worst state possible. Just all the feelings, all the emotions, everything coming out. And American Horror Story does that perfectly. And Emma Roberts returning? Are you fucking kidding me? That's Madison Montgomery. That's mother, if you will. Like, that. that is the heart and soul of American Horror fucking story. This woman is going to eat up the role that she gets, and I just know it, and I'm excited for it. So that was another thing where I was like, you bitches really act dumb online. Like, this isn't going to stop Kim doing American Horror Story now. Like, it's not going to stop it. It's still going to happen. Like, why hate? Just mind your business. Sit there looking like the tree monster you are. Like, it's not that serious. Another big thing I wanted to talk about, which I'm a bit late to talk about because, like, most of this is unfolded, but not really because the show is still airing. Vanderpump Rules. The Scandival. The Scandival of it all. Um, If you don't know and you're not familiar with Vanderpump Rules... There's no way that you don't know just at least one fact about this show, considering how big this story got. Um, the cast is made up of all these really fucking hot people. Subjective, because there's a couple people on there where I'm like, they're hyped up way too much. He is not that good looking. I'm sorry to them, but God bless. This show is about working at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. That's how it started, at least. And then the cast progressively got more famous, more money, and then they started doing their own shit, but they're still on the show. There is a girl on there named Raquel, better known as Rachel. The bitch changed her name to Raquel. I don't know why you would change that. Like, if you're changing from Rachel, at least go to something cool. Like, go to fucking Athena. Go to go go to anything else but Raquel. Like, 
Anyways, Raquel is a cheating, scheming, plotting, manipulative bitch, according to the rest of her castmates, because she was having a secret affair with her best friend on the show's boyfriend of nine years. Nine fucking years. And although she's a big portion to blame, this Raquel lady, Tom Sandoval is the most vile thing I've seen on TV because this man, I don't think he understands that he's approaching the age of 40. And I'm not age shaming. But whatever the fact is, he is still approaching 40. And this man is acting as if he's fucking 17 years old, cheating on his girlfriend of nine years with her best friend in their house at Coachella. Wherever you fucking name it, these bitches have been fucking. And Ariana, the girl who has been cheated on and also has been made to look like a fucking fool on this show because of this whole cheating scandal is the hottest thing ever. And she's funny. And she put up with Tom Sandoval for all these fucking years. Like, this bitch is a saint. So to see this all fold out, unfold, sorry, fold out. What am I doing? Pulling my, anyways. It has been really fucking interesting. It has been really sad, but so invested in this. Um, the recent stuff that I've been seeing is that Raquel has checked into a mental health clinic, um, which was then found out to be like a five-star wellness retreat. So I don't know. There's been lots of drama around this, but basically when the scandal all unfolded, Raquel was on Watch What Happens Live, which is Andy Cohen's um, like after show where he talks about the shows that were just on that night and like he has special guests on. And most of the time he will have like the people from the show on that um, episode that he has Watch What Happens Live. So when this all had came out, it was the night that Raquel was on Watch What Happens Live with another castmate, Sheena Shea. Sheena has been on the show from the start, OG, and she was known for being a cheater. She she was sleeping with a married man, Eddie, Eddie Cibriani, Cibrian, whoever it is. He was married to a lady named Brandy Glanville, and Sheena was sleeping with him. Didn't know about Brandy allegedly, and like that was her thing. She's always been somewhat known for that, which is sad because she's actually like changed a lot since then, from what I can see on the show. She was besties with Raquel because all the girls on the show had isolated, didn't like Raquel and didn't like Sheena because they thought that they were not abiding by girl code because another castmate, guys, there's so much fucking tea, like it's actually so hot and juicy, <laughs> but another castmate on the show named Katie was married to the other Tom on the show, Tom Schwartz, and they got divorced and Raquel was making out with Tom Schwartz. Mind you, Katie and him are divorced. Like, there shouldn't be a problem there. But it is. Because, like, this bitch is in your friend group. Why are you making out with this girl that knew us when we were married? Like, that's fucking weird. So, her and Sheena, Raquel and Sheena, have been isolated from the other girls on the show. Sheena and Raquel go and watch what happens live. And Ariana, who is the girlfriend of Tom Sandoval at this point, who is having that affair with Raquel, is performing on stage. Ariana is in the audience from what I understand and Tom Sandoval because he does a fucking cover band because he's 40 years old and can't get over himself is on stage performing Ariana has his phone and sees a video 
on his phone of Raquel playing with herself on FaceTime that allegedly she didn't know was being recorded at the time. So that's pretty fucked up. But it's Tom Sandoval. Like, I don't know why this man still gets to be on TV. Like, I like him on TV right now because he's getting roasted and he needs to get ate the fuck up. But at the same time, like, why do we feed into these really narcissistic, ugly people on TV? Like, anyways, separate issue. But she sees this video. She immediately finds out that Raquel and Tom have at least hooked up once or twice because they're FaceTiming and fingering of it all. So something's going on here. Ariana calls Sheena, who was with Raquel after the recording of Watch What Happens Live, tells Sheena, allegedly there was an altercation between Sheena and Raquel where Sheena had pushed Raquel, shoved her. Raquel comes out and is like, oh my God, she gave me a black eye doing the whole PR stunt, trying to make everyone on her side. But at this point, it comes out that she's been having an affair for nine months behind her best friend's back with her boyfriend. Like, it's just fucking crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. And Bravo have done the right thing here where they didn't make us wait for a whole nother season to see this unfold. They picked up them cameras and they said, we're back to filming because the show had wrapped. They had wrapped. I think they were probably getting ready to film the reunion at the point when this was all coming out. So the show had wrapped. They didn't get any of this, but pulled the cameras up, filmed it all. Fucking love it. Watching it currently. It comes out on Heyu. Um, Heyu, the app, if you have it on your phone, your phone, your iPad, your TV, the app is fucking glitchy as fuck. Whenever you click on it, it will sign you out. It will do all this random shit. So... I personally watch Vanderpump on Foxtel, and it's amazing. Fucking love it. Can't wait to see the reunion. Um, they've shot the reunion since, um, and allegedly it was juicy. It was a lot, and I'm just really excited to see what happens here. I, I think it's going to be cool. Um, cool in a way of entertaining. Like, the whole thing is quite sad, really. Like, a whole relationship has been broken up, and... I do believe in that saying sometimes of like, you can't break up a happy home. So maybe there was something that was going on underneath where Tom wasn't being honest with Ariana about how he was really feeling in his relationship. At the same time, don't pay this man any, any ounce of respect or um, understanding. The man's a dog. He's a dog and he's always been a dog on this show. So it is what it is. But Next hot topic I want to talk about, just to wrap this segment up, Frank Ocean cancelling Weekend 2 of Coachella. Ha ha! Ha ha ha! I hate to say it, I don't want to sound ridiculous, but I manifested this. <laughs> I manifested this as soon as I saw that Frank Ocean announced that he is going to be headlining at Coachella. I've been praying for the downfall of everybody that was going to fucking see that because I knew in my lifetime, I probably won't ever get to see Frank Ocean perform in person. And how could that be? My name is Frank. His name is Frank. I like the ocean. His last name is Ocean. Like there's so many similarities. It's fucking crazy. And I was so sad at the fact that I'd never get to see him. I was having the biggest fucking FOMO leading up to Coachella because I was like, I'm not going to be there in the audience. Like he, I won't get to see him perform. Like I, that is never fucking stating and seeing it through your iPhone is different than seeing it in person. Like I just, I was shocked. I was, I was in tears almost. 
So seeing all the TikToks that came out after his first weekend performance, which um didn't go great, Dal. Didn't go great. From what I've seen on TikTok, it didn't live up to the hype. Didn't meet people's expectations. People were quite disappointed. And then it comes out that he had an ankle injury and he had to cancel his show. I've, like I said earlier, I live on Demois. Like I go through there. I read all the little blind items of every celebrity known to mankind. One of the blind items I saw was that allegedly he had a whole different um, set lined up. And then I think it was like a day or so before it got fucking scrapped and changed. Like all these dancers that were in rehearsals for weeks upon weeks upon weeks had to change up the choreography at the last minute and everything in his set had changed. So, I mean, if you know anything about Frank Ocean, you know that Coachella, um, he has said is hard for him because of his um, late brother, I believe, um, who had passed away. Um and it's a it's a hard thing for him to do because he like it reminds him of his brother. So, you know, it, it is understandable why it didn't go as planned. But to be a hater when a hater is due, I'm so fucking happy you bitches had a bad time at the Frank Ocean concert because <laughs> if I wasn't there, I was manifesting that it was shit for everybody else. And I'm glad that it worked out in my favor. Yeah, because it deserved to. It deserved to. So, in saying that, I wish wish Frank Ocean all the best. <laughs> and I pay all you bitches that paid to go see him dust. Dust. I sound so fucking evil then. Oh, well. Unlucky. That is my true feelings. That's from the heart. From the depths of my obese stomach, if you will. Do you guys like what I'm wearing today? Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify and Apple, you can't see what I'm wearing. Head over to YouTube so you can see. But I'm wearing an Ed Hardy jacket, an Ed Hardy hat. Um, these pants, I believe, are from Culture Kit. No, ASOS. They're from ASOS. Um, I forget what the brand is. It's a really cool brand. If I remember it, maybe I'll link it below. And then I'm wearing these New Balance 550s that I got for my birthday. I also got this for the birthday. Um, but yeah, do you like what I'm wearing? I feel very, very Y2K. Um, my ass is falling asleep for some reason. I'm like sitting on the wood part of my couch. So my ass is falling asleep. But that wraps up the hot topic segment. Let me know what other hot topics you want me to discuss. Um, I'm basically just going to talk about whatever's relevant and whatever is going on at that point in time in pop culture. Now, let's get into another segment I want to add in here. Confessions of the crazy folks that follow me. I asked on instagram a while ago um to send me in some confessions some things that you're embarrassed of or you just want like to share with a stranger just so you can feel a little bit better about the situation i did not know how unhinged you bitches were because these (laughs) confessions are almost borderline criminal and of course i'm going to leave the names out i'm not trying to get anyone to catch case but some of these are really fucking fucked up and I'm I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you've spilt your confession to me I'm sorry honey but this is this is fucked all the way up so I'm going to share some of them with you now um prefacing this by saying if you want to send me in a confession anything like that 
my Instagram is linked below. Um, send it to me. It will be private unless you want me to say your name and I'll possibly share it on my podcast going forward. So the first one I'm going to read. I've pissed on my sock 12 times in the last four months. Let me repeat that just in case you didn't catch it. I've pissed on my sock 12 times in the last four months. What was the reason? Why are you why are you pissing on your fucking sock like a kitty cat? What why are you doing that? And why has it been four months? What all I'm imagining is this pair of disgusting, crusty fucking white socks that have been stained fucking yellow sitting in the sitting in the corner of someone's room and then this feral person sorry if you're watching but this feral person getting up to go fucking squat over these socks and piss not only is that feral and disgusting but that's borderline illegal that if that's not illegal it's something that should be added in because i'm telling you that that is wrong i hope you don't live with people as well because the smell actually if you live with people, who the fuck do you live with? And do they not have the nose sense? Do they not... The, can they not smell? What is that stink? That piss. That steaming hot piss in the corner of the room. And four months? That's feral. I know we're not supposed to shame people these days, but feel ashamed. Seek therapy because why the fuck are you pissing on that? That that's wrong, and it's disgusting. The next one's funny, <laughs> and it has to do with, for some reason, all the stories have to do with like either pissing or shitting or something to do with liquids in the body. I digress. I shitted, I shitted with an ED on my ex boyfriend because I had gastro. Wait, 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 wait. Does that mean that he was trying to stick it in the booty hole? <laughs> and when he did that, it came out and he thought, mm, something's not right here. I suddenly have a chocolate covered, a chocolate covered penis. How did that happen? Like... I shitted on my boyfriend accidentally. Like, were you spooning in bed and then you thought you were going to fart and then you accidentally shit on his fucking leg? Or, like, was he... Were you in the middle of coitus and then one thing led to another? Suddenly, anal's involved and then you've shitted on him? Because... <laughs> Either way, that's really funny. Because you had gastro too. That means that it was... That means it was liquid shit. The diarrhea. Look, there's no shame here. <laughs> shitting is very different to me. Unless you're shitting on your socks in the corner for four months. I wouldn't say that's that bad. And if he's your boyfriend, tell him to get the fuck over it. Go shower. Go shower it off. Um, That's in your situation. If this happened to me personally, I'd never see this person again. I've been with Tineo for seven years. If this bitch shit on me... <laughs> Call me shallow, call me self-centered, whatever you want to call me. I would pack up everything I own and I'd be out that front door. Get that fire exit door, I'm off. I just, um, I couldn't do it, personally. 
And I would tell everybody I know. Yeah, I would. I, w I wouldn't keep that to myself. I'm sorry if if I was sleeping with somebody, um, doing the coitusing, if you will, and they shit on me, I'd tell people. Especially if it was like gastro and like a whole fucking lava fountain came out of their asshole and like sprang on me. I'd be telling everybody. That's just my opinion. Um, This next one, I don't know if it's true. There's some of these where I'm like, mm, that sounds wrong. That sounds a little bit like you wanted to be on the podcast, if you will. But if you have done this, seek therapy. I would say at least. I shoved my eye get bar so far up my ass I got high. Christina, why? Why would you do that? And this lady is not, her name is not Christina, but why would you do this to yourself? Number one. Number two. Did it taste good? <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just asking because... Like, it's a vape bar, if you will. Like, where's my, where's my vape? Where's my, oh my god, I'm having that moment where you lose it. No, I found it. This is an I get bar. This is quite wide. Like, it's not abnormally wide. Like, it's not like, no, it's not that wide, but it's like, it's the wrong shape to be going in your booty hole. And, like, did you shove it in there and then suddenly, like, you could taste it in your throat? Like, could you taste it? Like, when you would, like, breathe in or when you'd fart, would you, like, fart out, like, the flavor that you had in your in your vape? Like, what, what was more – the question here is what was the flavor of the vape and was it worth it? Like, if it was banana ice, go the fuck off. I'd do that too for a check. On the OnlyFans, if you will. <laughs> no, no, because there's someone weird that would want to see that. And I just want to say, I can't be bought and I never will. Unless like you're looking at like seven, seven figures. How much is seven? How much is one million? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Five. I don't know how many. I think it's seven. I'll say for six. For six, I'd shove it up my ass. <laughs> why am I saying that? Okay, shut the fuck up. Anyways, I don't know why you did that. Thanks for confessing it to me. Um, I need more background information here. I need to know if you felt... The flavor, you said you got high. I want to know how. Um, are you sure you weren't just like passing out from the fact that you shoved the whole fucking eye get bar up your ass? Like, I need to know more here. There's more to this story. And so if you're watching this and you have shared this with me, hit me up in the DMs, if you will. God bless. This next one is really fucking gross. Like, I can't. I had sex in my mum's bed and he... I don't want to say the word. It's so fucking gross. Let me start again. I had sex in my mum's bed and the guy finished on her sheets and I never washed them. You're a disgusting, foul person. Like that is, that is gutter level. You stooped lower than you could go. That's your mother. Your mother. Like I've heard so many weird stories like this. I had one. Actually, I'm not. I'm gonna shut my fat ass up because I'd be exposing myself. <laughs> this is about this lady here, but I had a friend, or I have a friend, who told me that a girl that wanted to hook up with him wanted to hook up in her little brother's bed. Like, and she was really adamant on hooking up in her little brother's bed. Why the fuck would you want to do that? That is, there's, 
I don't even want to get into how gross that already is, but there's some psychological healing and trauma that you need to go sort the fuck out, babes. Stop traumatizing people. And like, I'm sorry, but this boy has also failed because you know that's her mother's bed. What turned you on about that? Is the mother a MILF? <laughs> if she is, in that case, I understand, I understand. But like, why the fuck are you fucking in the parents' bed? I'm sure you have a bed. Even if you have a single bed, prop yourself up on the end. You're going to like what you see. Like, just, I don't know. This is foul. And you wouldn't wash the sheets? Do you hate your mother? Has she done something to you? Like, see, the confessions are great, but I need some more backstory here. I'm going to assume that the mother had completely fucked up this girl. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like the mother had something to do with it, and that's why... The daughter was like, I'm going to get back at you, bitch. I'm about to fuck in your bed. And then she did that. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? At the end of the day, was it worth it? Because if it was, go off. Maybe that's your thing. Maybe you like to make your your partners finish on your, your mum's bed. <clears throat> that's just foul. Sorry, I tried to normalize it for a second. That's gutter bitch behavior. If I ever heard it, that that's that's nasty and gross. Seek help. Seek help is all I'm gonna say. The last one I'm gonna end on here is is quite not serious, but it's not as fucked up as the last three were. I'll say that much. This girl confesses, I wanna quit my job so bad, but I don't know if I should. I'm a job hopper, but I can't anymore, to be honest. Let's let's have a real serious chat about this, if you will. Because coming from me, I have been known to... I've had a plethora of jobs in my life. Um, I've worked at Boost Juice. I've worked at McDonald's. I was a carpenter for a little while. Um, you know, I, I've been a waiter. I've worked at a reception center. I was catering... <laughs> This is going to sound bad, but I was catering for funerals. Um, I've worked for the government. I've worked here, there, and everywhere. So in saying that, job hopping, look, in my opinion, it's fine when you're younger. Like if you're under the age of, I would say like 21, 22, who gives a fuck? Job hop all you want. You haven't found what you like yet. There's no problem with that. Like... Do everything. I believe that in my lifetime, I want to do as much as I fucking can. I want to one day go and work as a fucking bar girl. Like, I, I want to be the bitch up in the clubs that has, like, the sign and, like, the fucking knee-high fucking boots on and the corset and they're all fucking snatched up. I want to do that one day. The bottle girls, that's what they call them. I want to do that one day. Why the fuck not? You can do anything in this world. Anything you put your mind to, you can do. And like, if job hopping seems to be a reoccurring thing in your life, maybe you're really scared of commitment. Um, I know for me that that was a big part of why I've had so many different jobs. I was, I'm, I, I've been scared of like finding one thing and then feeling like I'm stuck there forever and like I'm never going to get out of it. Honestly, life is not that serious and it's, the job is not that serious. Like you have to be, able to do all these different things in your life because it's going to get stale it's going to get stale and if you're at the point already where you feel like 
I, I feel like I want to get another job, get another fucking job. I'm being so dead ass. Like the best part about a job, the best part about anything in life is the people you meet. So if you've met people there, you feel like you vibe with them. doesn't mean you can't be friends anymore because you're moving. Like if that's one of the reasons that you're choosing to stay, because I know from my experience with a lot of jobs, the reason that I was always sad to leave and like what made me like kind of not want to go is the people. It's always the people. So what I would say to that is add them on the Instagrams, add them on the TikToks, add them on the Facebooks. You'll be, you'll be fine. You'll meet new people. You'll stay in touch with some of them. Um, but job hopping is not something that we should be frowned upon. And it is like a lot of people have the mentality of get into one job, stay in that forever. And like, then retire. Fuck that shit. No, like I, I don't believe if you're at a job that you can't move up and like do other things in that field of work that you should stay fucking leave. If you're not happy, leave leave, 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 um, and find something that makes you happy, life is too fucking short, too short, and before you know it, you're gonna be dead, not to get cynical, but that's fucking true, like, we all end up in the same place at the end, dead, death to all of them, so, job hopping isn't that bad, it's not that bad, personally, and, um, yeah, I would recommend finding a new job, find something that's not permanent, I used to do this thing where I'd find jobs that were like not forever jobs. Um, they would be full-time contracted, meaning like you were on a contract of 12 months at full-time. And then after that, the job possibly won't be extending. So you have to find a new job. The last job I had before my current one, I was working as a triple zero phone operator for Ambulance Victoria. Let me tell you, that job was fucking crazy bananas cuckoo. Yeah, batshit crazy, but it was like, I knew I wouldn't be there forever. And if I was going to be there forever, I would have liked it because it wasn't a bad job, but I knew it was going to end. And so I made the most of it while I was there. And honestly, that's what you have to do in life. Just make the most of every fucking thing, every fucking thing, because I know that feeling of being in a job and then suddenly one day you wake up and you're like, I can't do this anymore. Like not one day more of this shit because I can't like mentally I fucking can't do it and my resolution to that has always been just finding something else that makes me happy um maybe have a break from work if you can if you've got savings and shit just like take a little week off or like a month off and then find a job find a fucking job do you boo one day I'm going to just quit everything I'm gonna cut everyone off and I'm going to go fucking live in the woods all fucking by myself and make myself a little hut and just live there forever because I just see myself one day isolated from everyone. <laughs> oh, that's the depression talking. If I've ever heard it. But yeah, thank you for sharing your confessions with me. <laughs> I know it was harsh, but you bitches submitted some really nasty things. Nasty, vile, gutter bitch shit. So... That is not my fault or my problem. So if you want to send me your confessions, hit me up on my Instagram, send me a little DM, send me a voice memo. Um, and yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. We can talk. Even if you had, like, if you want advice, ask me some for, for some advice. I've been stuttering this whole fucking podcast. The stroke be stroking.
it definitely does it definitely does but guys i'm back i'm back i've got influencers that i've lined up to do podcasts with um such amazing shit coming out on my channel and i know everyone says that because everyone's conceded but i'm being fucking real with you this shit's interesting like influencers that i love that we get to speak with so stay tuned you're gonna like what you see you're gonna like what you see ma'am um but yeah that's the end of today's podcast let's end it with a jennifer coolidge impression Oh my god, you look like the 4th of July. Makes me want a hot dog. I fucked it up. Okay, let me start again. Scratch that take two, if you will. Wow. Oh, wow. That's all. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if I threw a party, it invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be for me. And the little tag on it would say, Thank you for being a friend. I don't know why the fuck I haven't tried out for the X Factor. <laughs> Thank you for being a